0: What is that noise? I don't know, I hear it too. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello?
1: Can you hear me? It's coming from inside the house. (laughs) Wait. What? Maddie? Yes, can you hear me?
0: from the aliens wow that was spooky yeah
1: um okay what's going on hey mads we're officially back hi if this is what we're doing i know i was like how do we do this again how do i set right. this up <laughs> through
0: my ears Mm-hmm. same here um i do change garage i have no idea what i'm doing here. <laughs> i are you using the podcast app on GarageBand or like the podcast oh, an <coughs> app not an app it's like a layout
1: oh yeah we saw that last time
0: Maybe I should be doing that. Well, that's, that's what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> okay, now, cool. now cool, that cool, I've cool,
0: downgraded cool. from Logic to GarageBand. Right. I don't see. It. I don't. I didn't see that. But okay, I'll look for it. Yeah. Well, it's there. All right. A little bit. No, I don't see. Little Is like, it under Voice? You mean? Mm, like when you go to when you say File New Project in GarageBand, you can say Podcast. Okay, well, I'll have to do that after the show since I'm recording. It's, it's not... It It allows you to put artwork in. It's basically all compatible for iTunes. So you cool. can put artwork in. It basically adds metadata, I think. Oh, If sweet. you want to get techie, let's talk I don't, let's I don't talk tech. know I, metadata. <laughs> I don't even
1: know what that means. <laughs>
0: um, so I do feel like you are extremely excited to record because you texted me this morning saying you were excited to record. And then also... Yeah, it's an, always a telltale sign. Yeah, it's all—it's always telltale when someone tells you. Um, <laughs> were you drinking something? Was that a delayed laugh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we gotta get our mojo back over the phone. S- Hello? Why? Are-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. That wasn't even like I was not trying to.
0: Why were you expecting me to laugh at that? That was just a statement. All right, what, what, what? Go on, I'm excited. I was going to say that I went to text you because we were scheduled to call 10 minutes from now, and I went to text you saying, hey, dude, I'm ready now if you want to record or we can just keep our normal time, and you just respond immediately as I'm typing saying, don't do this, Ross, (laughs) which leads me to believe that you are just sitting there smiling next to your microphone staring at our text window, just waiting for me to type something.
1: Yeah, I've been waiting since 2 (laughs) p.m. Oh. No, I had a pretty busy day, and um, I have this weird thing where, like, now I don't like to just sit anymore without purpose. I don't know what that's about, but, um, Hmm. yeah, so I was like, oh, if she does that, I'm going to be like, what do I do for the next 20 minutes? And I said to myself, I need to clean my apartment tonight before i go to sleep so that i can start monday with a clean slate Mm -hmm. um and i told myself i could do it after the podcast so if you were to say later i might feel like not inclined to clean now but maybe that i should be cleaning now
0: well that's very interesting but i'd like to walk it back to the part where you're just sitting there staring at your phone and you see see the text the dot 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 and you immediately immediately are like don't postpone this no, that's an
1: exaggeration. I was looking at my text p- window. people were texting me. I'd be texting oh yeah and then and then I saw your little dots on my computer. what what like, kind? she's of, gonna cancel What kind of people were texting you? Um, you know, just my friends <laughs> if you're trying to if you're trying to lead to like a romantic thing that's you know that's not happening.
0: What's happening with that one potential love interest? you know what to b d mm. so nothing yeah <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing now, nothing ever.
0: Um, guess what I did today? You went to yoga? No. Okay. Actually, though, I went to yoga the last three days in a row because I did not get a fresh start to my new year. Um, and then I oh. finally, like, I didn't I didn't start the new year off going as frequ- frequently as oh, I would right. have liked. But then I was like, okay, now's the time. I'm going to do yoga regularly. And they were the three hardest classes of my goddamn life. <laughs> and cool, though. she decided to focus on our glutes in the class i took yesterday yikes and my buns are on fire that's hot. like still i know yeah i know it's so hot when you're Speaking your buns on fire um
1: i was thinking about well like we it's been two weeks since we've recorded but i we went on a um we hiked up the mountain up the ski mountain Oh. Like, two weeks ago. Are you I wanted, still I was like, in
0: Park City or wherever it is? Salt? Park City. No, it's in Sun Valley. Sun Valley. Um, Sorry. All, um, all the all the They're fancy. basically all the
1: same. They are. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, I did my layover in Salt Lake City, and I was like, oh, didn't I just leave you guys? Cause <laughs> it's, what's where Park City is? Um, I am back in New York. Um very excited to be back. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I was... As you and I have discussed, I guess, oh, I did not discuss this yet, actually, but Maddie peer pressured me into starting antidepressants. And. <laughs> <laughs> which is like, this is not something that you should ask anyone's opinion about who doesn't have a PhD, but I just a trust PhD. Maddie in my life. You mean oh, sorry, MD? MD. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this just goes to show um, how far. Annie, I'll go down the Annie places
0: hole. a lot of weight on higher education. Yeah.
1: Um, I. I, I mean, that's obviously an exaggeration. Like, we were just talking about whether it was a good idea, and I think that I had been talking about it for a while with myself, and, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should. Um, and this is actually now I'm going to a backstory. Wow, this got heavy fast. Well, um,
0: we never we never answered the question of what I did today. I was just going to say I went to the no, farmer's I, market.
1: Okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk, continue talking about that?
0: No, no, no. Please, carry on about No, no, look... <laughs> Look, tell me, tell me. I think, I think the world is way more interested in hearing about how I pressured you no, into I mean, antidepressants that made everything wait, taste let's, weird. Wait, let's,
1: let's talk about the farmer's market first, because <laughs> I also went to the farmer's market yesterday, so I have some thoughts. You know what? This is too gay,
0: too boring, too domestic.
1: <laughs> okay, well, then I have a story about the farmer's market. So I <laughs> went yesterday, and I'm trying really, really hard to be sustainable in my life, or, like, more sustainable, obviously, um and it's really hard,
0: capitalism, and... Do you think that's a psychological thing? What? Trying to be more sustainable. What kind of a question is that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's just... Okay. (laughs) Just trying to use my PhD on you.
1: (laughs) Yep, yep. I should have paused and not responded to that for a couple minutes. That would Um, kill me. But, so I try to, like, bring my egg cartons back... The farmers market, so that I can get new eggs, wow. um, and and use the same carton
0: and stuff like that. And so,
1: I was um, proud of
0: myself today for bringing my canvas bags.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. So I'm better than you. Yeah. And so I went and I was like looking for the different egg people, and some were selling for ten dollars, some were for five. So I found a guy with for five dollars, and I was like, "Can I give these back to you?" And he's like, "Sure." And I was like, "Are you going to use them?" And he's like, "Well, we'll either use them or throw them away." And I was like, <laughs> "Ah." <laughs> So then I thought, okay, what if I bring back your cartons? Because I'd brought back like whatever brand cartons mm-hmm. to him, and he and I, he was like, I was like, what if I brought back these cartons that that you're giving me? And he goes, well, if they're in good condition, we'll either use them or throw them away. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like trying to clarify it one more time, and I was like, so you'll take them? And he was like, just like starting to get really annoyed with me. He's like, look, I can't. What am I? What do I do? I, and and so I was just like, oh, this is just too hard. And then. <laughs> I forgot that I brought my own bag and he put them in a plastic bag and I got a brand new plastic bag. So, <sighs> wow.
0: Well, that was my story. Now, do you want to share a farmer's market story? Um, I had a really good pupusa. Oh, amazing. It was, Beans? It was fantastic. I miss <clears throat> California. No, it was. So, I got one that was chicharron, which is pork. Oh, yeah. Which is pork. And so, mm-hmm. it's stuffed inside. It's pork and cheese. And another was yeah. veggie. And then it was topped mm. with steak and sour cream and pickled cabbage and salsa. Oh, shit. Damn. It was so good. And then there was this little coffee stand, and I was like, wow, that looks so lovely. I'm going to get some matcha. That'll be really nice. And I'm talking to the lady, and she's like, do you want do you want the A grade not matcha? Or, or she's like, do you want the grade one, two, or three? And I was like, oh, well, what's the difference? And she's like, well, grade one is like, mm, you know. Gra- <laughs> grade two is like a little earthy three is amazing so i was like well i guess i'll have three and she's like okay great and she rings me up and there's no prices on anything and then after she rings me up she's like okay that'll be nine dollars and i was like what fuck my life and i and i was like at the front of this line now and i'd been chatting up the lady I was like, okay. <laughs> so she really got you. So I gave her my card, and then it was on Square, and it was like, "Do you want to do a one dollar tip or a two dollar tip?" And I was like, "Well, zero dollars. I can't just like fucking give you a one dollar tip." So I had a tiny like maybe eight ounce beverage for eleven dollars all in oh my goodness no no so, no! so that's at water village that's what you get for going to a trendy farmer's market in la that is what you get should have known. Meanwhile, i
1: just got back from h mart and i had been trying to go there for a few months now in new york and um it's kind of like a farmer's market because it's just like kind of chaotic
0: but um <laughs> and people is- do people wear flip-flops oh no it's cold
1: No, well first of all it's freezing but I'm not,
0: why would you ask that? I feel like people who wear flip-flops, like men who wear flip-flops, who have really hairy toes and like yellow toenails are the kind of people who go to the farmer's market.
1: Oh my goodness, H Mart is a Korean grocery store so this is sending a whole different message. (laughs) Right, right, right. Uh, Let's, Let's just breeze past this yeah 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 <laughs> she
0: didn't know guys <laughs> so uh where were we <laughs> we're somewhere between hating on korean people and me forcing you to take Whoa, antidepressants that is you
1: that's just you i love korean people i do too um, well
0: I don't, <laughs> not, it's I don't, not what it sounds like i don't like. love them or hate them less than anybody else oh good for you okay um I yeah so let's
1: let's this is not where I was gonna go with this I thought we were gonna check in about what my life was like and and then this just came up fast but um <laughs> so basically Maddie pressured me into taking antidepressants she pushed them on me okay um, can we <laughs> I got my parents fancy doc to just write that prescription um I'm not even seeing a therapist right now this is like so not good um do you want to defend yourself or no
0: Um, I think you should defend me because (laughs) this is just unacceptable.
1: (laughs) I'd like to defend Maddie. Um, I've (laughs) always gotten back and forth about whether I needed meds. And so, and when Maddie talked about how like that changed her life in an instant, I was like, you know what? Oh, and the doctor, he was like, I, I, I do a lot of behavioral things to like help me out with my depression. And so like meditating and making sure that I have time scheduled and things like that. Um, and then the doctor was like, you don't have to work so hard and I was like oh my god of course like the more energy i spend on all of this like trying to manage my my mental state is a, is energy wasted on that so I don't basically feel like i was it's like
0: wasted i think it's good that you no, do all that no but, you're right sorry but it, i do see not wasted point. but i, I could
1: use energy for other things yeah
0: exactly well, yeah, so so it's, it, you're you're making a lot of effort to reach an equilibrium where you could potentially remove that burden from your life right
1: exactly so then I was like let's do it let's sign up and then (laughs) those first that first day I think it was the major placebo effect I was working a party in Marin and I was just like killing it um did a little moonwalk out of one conversation that felt great um (laughs) and i don't know i was just kind of like oh i'm back i'm back like i feel like i'm constantly trying to like get back to this unburdened 17 year old version of myself um and then um i'm just i'm laughing a little because i know the last time i saw shekel she was like if i have to hear one more conversation about anxiety i'll kill myself um (laughs) this is what we do guys um she's great i swear (laughs) um so anyway then like two days later just like intense depression just like horrible horrible um and then lost my appetite a little bit and then things kind of evened out but I was home for Thanksgiving so I was like I don't know I'm traveling so who knows what's happening and then I get back and I had this one day where everything tasted really bitter which is crazy but I looked it up and it's kind of like a reasonable um like, a reasonable response, because it affects, uh, an SSRI affects your serotonin, and that can sometimes be associated with taste, I don't know, but, um, that was crazy, so I'm definitely leveled out right now, but I went to, I was in Idaho with my family, and I was there for, like, three weeks, and, um, I just had that, like, homesick feeling we talked about last time, Mm -hmm. like, all the time, um, but honestly, like, is it because I'm home, is it because I'm, like, this isn't working for me, and then, So I was, like, every day I was feeling this pit in my stomach, and so I was a little worried, and then I got off, I flew home to New York, and I, like, saw the cityscape, and I just felt so calm and so at ease, and I was, like, oh, like, I was homesick, like, I'm, now I'm back home, so it's so interesting, and I've never had that kind of a strong attachment with a place before, I don't think, Mm. um, so I'm super excited, I mean, like, granted last night I had (laughs) some bad anxiety and couldn't sleep, but... Like, I don't know. So, we'll see. We're trying things out, guys. Mental health is an, an ongoing process. It is. Um, but I just... It was interesting because I was like, maybe, like, is it the meds? Am I just with my family too much? And then I just saw that, that
0: uh, skyline and I was felt very... I took a deep breath. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I will say that your doctor did not ease you into your medicine <laughs> and you have this no you have a teeny tiny body and <laughs> you <laughs> and like when i did mine i was taking a quarter of my eventual dosage for the first couple of days right like i split right. a pill in half and then i mm-hmm. took a half dose for several weeks and even then i got like a little nauseous like like very <laughs> like i had some very minor side effects um, But then they went away pretty quickly, and then after a couple of weeks, I went to my main dose, and then I was like, "Wow, I feel great!" But you just like <laughs> started off right out the gates taking like a major hormone.
1: Is it? Um, a- it. He is not a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> he he's a. This is this is the crazy. I think I've mentioned maybe mentioned this doctor before, but yeah, it's you can the please thing. tell the
0: people about your doctor. Have because I?
1: Are you being sarcastic because I'm obviously super embarrassed about it?
0: (laughs) No, I'm being serious because I've never heard anything like it.
1: I know. So this is this thing where my parents, my dad is like always worried about that, like dying and that he's dying. Um,
0: (laughs) I don't know why I laughed at that. I'm sorry, John. No, it's not
1: funny at all. And um, anyway, (laughs) Uh, I didn't mean to respond so harshly. It was fine. Um, (laughs) I lost my train of thought. That's all. Um, So anyway, he's like constantly worried and. They just, like, have always, they've just been working and, like, getting themselves to this level of class that is just, I don't know, so I, that's a whole story, and one of these big steps that they're taking is, like, we're going to get a concierge doctor. So this is a private (laughs) doctor. I mean, this is just, it's wild. It's a private doctor. They were put on a waiting list, and then they got the joyous news that someone had died so that they could (laughs) then join the doctor's list because he could only have so many
0: at a time. If he's such a good Um, doctor, why did that guy die?
1: (laughs) Good question.
0: Um,
1: And, or maybe, like, all the clients have this, like, crazy competitive... (laughs) relationship and one of them killed the other who knows <laughs> but but um and it's this doctor is in san francisco like below it's like cow hollow area so like uh union street maybe and um eh, i just wow so all four of us are like on this plan i guess and so like we go with our yearly checkups there he knows us and like if my mom has a little sickness abroad she can just call him and get these meds called in and i'm like and they're you know how you're not supposed to take antibiotics for everything because you yeah. increase the risk. it's just like none of that matters. Um, and I go in, for the first time I go in, they tell me to fast so they can do some blood work and then like they're like, Okay, pee in this cup and like, oh, here's our our marble bathroom and this <laughs> this robe and then the um the, the pee cups are in the are in the birdhouse above the toilet. <laughs> and so like there's like this little birdhouse I mean this is I'm not making this up. Um <laughs> so, um, and then afterwards, they're like, "And what would you like to eat?" And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, um, you know, whatever." And they're like, "We have bagels. We have oatmeal." I said, "Oatmeal's fine. Oatmeal's fine." I figured it was gonna be like a Quaker Oats packet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "And what would you like on that?" We have blueberry. And I was like, "Okay, fruit is fine." And they come out and they like bring me one of those breakfast in bed trays while I'm in this sitting room, and it's got like a little dish of brown sugar and a, li- and a dish of blueberries and a glass of orange Jesus. juice it was, it was crazy, so then I went back.
0: Do you think you pay for, by appointment, or is it just, like, an annual fee? I
1: think it is an annual fee, and, like, you should get a yearly checkup,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, and so I went back in, like, I'm very, there's a story where when I was, when I was fall um, when I was hurting from my leg surgery, I was, like, on drugs and in my bed and just like yelling in pain my mom was like please let me call him and call him and I was like mom I'm so sick of you and your bougie doctor and so this is like a major point of contention for her and I um and then the last part of the story is that I went for this recent checkup and um I fasted because I thought I had to and they're like I hope you didn't fast this morning I like, oh I did and they're like oh my God. and it's oh, it's 10 o'clock in the morning so it's like not that big of a deal and they're like oh no 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 um we gotta get you food right away <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's just the whole thing is crazy anyway
0: <laughs> honestly I, I'm now on covered California and yeah. my medical care is so fucking bad this is just like yeah. it's laughable that but, but that's crazy well, no it's
1: I, don't, I can't laugh at it now that you know how bougie my doctor is. Well,
0: I'm happy for you that you have <laughs> access to this. And next time I need a prescription, I'll just be like, hey, <laughs> bud, te- yeah. text your guy for me. Text my guy. I need yep. a pack.
1: No, truly, that's like, like 90% of my mom's texts, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I, yeah. I have my own um, personal doctor in training, Kelly McFarlane, shout out.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah me too claire packer
0: shout out (laughs) once they get their medical degrees i'm I'm not i'm just gonna cancel my health insurance altogether for real for real if i need Um, if i need surgery kelly's doing it i don't care what her specialty is
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's like a a general (laughs) physician (laughs) um yeah
0: once again our amazing friends are up to amazing things yeah oh my gosh also we hate you a little bit <laughs> miles was telling me that he's been listening to season three so far okay and okay. that he really loves it um Is he gonna write a review he should let's harass him um anyways he said that he likes, he thinks that Sheck is a very consistent character. He likes the role, oh. he likes the role that she plays of, like, just sitting there in the background working and, like. And going to the bathroom. Yeah, just, like, making us self-conscious and, like, yeah. sitting there, like, <laughs> accomplishing things while we talk.
1: Oh. and
0: Is she there with you now? She has. Oh, yeah. She just looked at me and smiled. She has her headphones in. She's working. <laughs> Well,
1: thank God we have her.
0: I know. We're nothing without you. Yeah, we're nothing without you. She smiled.
1: Don't tell her, but I'm I'm sending her some biscotti
0: pretty Ooh, pretty soon. Ooh. Well, she'll yeah. she'll never know cuz she's not going to listen to this, so. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because if she has to hear about anxiety one more time. <laughs> um and so the other thing Miles said, Also, can we just I know I know Miles said something, but the whole, this whole season comeback is because Shackle was like, you guys talk about your feelings a lot, and I just, I don't want to be a part of it anymore.
0: <laughs> I mean, she does live with me, so. She yeah. gets a pretty good earful. Yeah. Um, my Okay, so Miles said. He was disappointed because um, he said that we have two great creative minds, and we used um, a birth canal metaphor twice, but we never called it a canalogy
1: oh no well we need people like miles to to check us
0: yeah so feel free to reach out to us and let us know um what other nuggets we may have missed
1: right exactly and we want to know and say it as meanly as possible
0: yeah we, we're never self-conscious <laughs> we about love our criticism. creative work
1: we love criticism
0: <laughs> <laughs> i honestly feel like miles complimenting this episode got you so stoked Like really did because he's
1: very even keeled and stoic and so i just it's true
0: yeah i know some people sorry world some people's compliments just way more than others (laughs) matter way more
1: (laughs) then there's then there's sheck who's like why would i want to go on tour when people tell me that i'm good at music i'm just like yeah i know that
0: (laughs) i know but when Uh, we
1: cannot our conversations about like trying to gain legitimacy as artists (laughs) just like don't just don't go well with Shaq because she's just like why wouldn't you just do it and I'm like I feel like, I don't know like a million reasons
0: I that fe- <laughs> I can list off in order I feel like she's just an alien and she's like oh you earthlings are still dealing with those human yeah, problems exactly. let me know when mm-hmm. we're not talking about those anymore right right because <laughs> I have work wild. to do
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah and that's exactly how she approaches I feel like she just sits down and she's like I'm gonna create something
0: yeah um very yeah. wild but
1: anyway uh Yeah, I have no, I do not have that ease of, ease of productivity, but I know that I'm in good company for having trouble with that. Not you per se, but (laughs) people, people I know in the world. So, um, wait, speaking of, speaking of art and, and, um, making stuff, you have finished one of your songs for your, for your album.
0: Yes, we have a mix back for the first track. And And it sounds great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, I'm looking at my calendar right now. And this is kind of my last week of, oh shit, oh god, (laughs) I thought it was a week earlier than it is. Um, So today is the 13th, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I have a mix scheduled for the 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, and then 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th. Oh my god. So we're basically going to need to be recording a song and finishing it every single night pretty much for the next 2 weeks
1: wow Whew. okay 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 good thing okay, i went to the you. farmers similar, market
0: today jesus
1: <laughs> similar work schedule similar
0: um. <laughs> oh my god that just made me break out into a sweat it's cool no, i got no, this don't let that happen. i am a powerful titan i can do this yeah you can <laughs> i don't know why i use the word titan me neither it was so wrong uh um, what's on our agenda for today's episode, by
1: the way? you're the Well, you gave me such a hard time for the fucking agenda last time that I I didn't want to put that on you. Oh, uh, well, you're the keeper of the agenda. I hope That's you That's know. true, and it's a secret. Keep it secret. Yeah. Um, I do have some other... More about anxiety. Mm-hmm. I did have some <laughs> thoughts about, um... I was thinking about... I was meditating this today, and so... Or yesterday, and I was thinking about... Um, anxiety, and I was thinking about shame and all these things that that are going to probably come up repeatedly this season, just because it was, like, this big year for me. Um, I guess maybe I should dive into it, no? Yeah, yeah, please do. Okay, so I... I, the last season of this podcast, (laughs) I had a therapist I didn't care for so much. (laughs) She moved out of town. I broke my leg and never spoke to her again. (laughs) Um, And then I got a new one, and she first of all like the first session I talked talk to her like 10 minutes and she's like y- like your family doesn't get you and I was like that it just is all of it that's it and so and then this other time I go in and I'm just like broken up about this girl who's kind of treated me horribly and and I'm just like feeling so guilty about what happened and then she was like oh this person is like manipulating you and I was like, oh. like she just like has an ability to st- like immediately stop whatever train of thought that I'm kind of yeah going down um so then we discovered that like my i have like really really big problem with shame mm-hmm. um which was the theme of of a storytelling Ooh, are you, uh, video
0: I, th- I think the story you're about to tell is one of my favorite therapy stories ever
1: oh is it really i mean people have seen it it's on youtube
0: well yeah but maybe people don't watch youtube
1: yeah and i'm gonna tell it a little differently it's not gonna be as good this time um but basically like i'm going in um every week and i'm like I'm trying to figure out if I'm dating or not, and I'm, and I'm having this Wait, kind of.
0: Wait, I didn't like what you just said. That it's not going to be as good this time.
1: Okay, well, I performed it like to an audience the last time, so <laughs> I haven't thought about it in a couple of weeks or in like a couple months. I know, but it's okay. Well, it's not as like rehearsed as if that's what, okay. that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um. Anyway, so I, we're trying to figure out this whole dating thing because. I'm just like super uncomfortable around um, around people and gay people and, and dating and I'm just like, "Ah, what am I doing?" and like this whole all of a sudden we're just start, start circling that what I'm experiencing over and over again is shame. And so um and I'm like, "Shame, that's like really interesting." And it's like shame sim- is similar to guilt if and if you've ever taken a psychology class, like the intro is to these two concepts is like guilt is that you feel bad about a thing, right? So, like, you did something bad Brilliant. and you feel bad. Period. Shame is something where you're ashamed is, like, a more globalized version of guilt. Mm. And I feel guilty about everything. And so I'm, like... Damn. So then we, we get to the conclusion that, that what I actually have is shame. And, that like, I have this, like, very, very deep-seated shame that has lived in me forever. And, like, I can think of childhood stories where I got yelled at. And it just felt, so, like, disproportionately bad um, for, like, what happened. So, um... The fact that this shame just kind of really exists within me. Um, I I just
0: Googled it and it says um, guilt versus shame. It says guilt is a feeling of responsibility or remorse for some offense, crime, wrong, etc. Whether it's Mm -hmm. real or imagined. Yeah. And then shame is the painful feeling arising from the consciousness of something dishonorable, improper, ridiculous, etc. All right.
1: Well, don't fact check me on no. On I was show.
0: no. I wasn't fact checking. I was yeah. em, I was emphasizing. Got it. I was giving, That's really interesting because I, I wanted to know the exact definition of each because I realized right. I don't really, I can't really tell the difference. There's sort of a blurred line yeah. somewhere between the yeah, two. Yeah. So
1: like, and so the, this is, I think, not going in the general direction that that you thought it was going. But um, the way that I now think about shame is that like it is a structure in my brain where no matter what i am going to try and tell a story that that is negative about myself right so i'm like a, and it's kind of like we talked about addictive personalities and i was realizing last night when i was kind of i was having anxiety couldn't sleep and i was like cuz i was just retelling stories about things that have happened or it could happen or maybe would happen um and i'm just like i get really sucked into these these narratives in my head that are either good or bad or exciting and it's just like i'm kind of addicted to like that like stream of consciousness yeah. talking to myself as we know i talk in the mirror all the time um <laughs> hey babe. And, and then <laughs> and then hey, shame comes looking. in it <laughs> shame comes in and is like no matter what we are going to find a way to tell the story in a way that is going to make you a bad person at the end of the story so like mm. Um, so, th- so having me, being able to think about that and having, having my therapist point that out to me was really helpful because, um, like I can now, when I'm going down a negative path, I'm like, of course you are. Like you can you, identify it. Yeah, I can, well, I can identify it and I can say like you, no matter what you, like you're saying negative things, but that's because like your brain wants to create negative stories. Mm. Um, and so I can kind of like help myself out of those, out of those Situations. Um, that's interesting.
0: According yeah, to, so co- I just. The internet also is telling me that toxic shame. Did you guys talk huh. about that? No, but it sounds. sounds appropriate. It says that toxic shame is a neurotic, irrational feeling of worthlessness, humili- yep. humiliation, self loathing, and paralyzing yeah. feeling that has been inflicted yeah. on an individual.
1: Damn. Uh, that's like way scary, but also <laughs> feels very accurate. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. That's what I have. It's toxic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's Some actually... Some people have
0: toxic mold. Some <laughs> people have toxic shame.
1: That's... Wow. This is not good. Um, <laughs> but it's been good to, like, recognize that and try and... Like, especially interpersonally is when I can really get down on myself because I feel like I'm responsible for every people, everyone's feelings. Yeah. Um, And so being able to be, like well, I just am not responsible for that, or anything like that, um, so, anyway, that was, I don't know why I brought this up, it felt really important.
0: Well, I think it was, I think I know the story that you were gonna say about talking to your therapist, and she asked you a question.
1: Yeah, oh, you want me to go that route, okay, uh, to this whole what, different that, story. That's
0: what I thought you were gonna say.
1: I know, and that's why I tried to, like, like, puncture that excitement of, the ballooning excitement. Um. <laughs> Do you want me to go to that story, then? I like that. That's a whole different conversation. I like that
0: balloon I 4
1: Thank you. <laughs> we'll never get caught <laughs> off guard again.
0: Hope you like that one, Miles.
1: Um, well, all right.
0: You don't Boy. have to tell that story if you don't want to, but it's a no, great story. No, I just, like,
1: that was a whole different theme.
0: you <laughs> messing up your plan again. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm going to return. You know what, guys? I'm going to return to this instance in another episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. So anyway, that's what I was been thinking about anxiety because I was I was in this little thought pattern and I was like, any if you're you can be someone, and Julie, uh, my therapist was ch- trying to like when we were first starting out she was like, can you accept that like you're not your thoughts and I was like, no I'm I am my thoughts like that's who I am I'm a writer, um, and then it it was like no I'm I'm not my thoughts like my thoughts can sometimes do things that are are not good for me and so mm-hmm. sometimes I can I can be really like. Addicted is probably the wrong word, but I can just enjoy daydreaming in a way that's not helpful at all. And like, sometimes you need to recenter yourself and actually experience life. And and that's what I was thinking about in the last couple of days. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so what's... I didn't have any questions for you about that, except <laughs> oh, <girl>. that.
0: <laughs> what's your status with therapy? Are you gonna go back?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I want to, and I think everyone should always be in therapy. I just. Um, my therapist got sick, and so oh, right. she took some time off, and I haven't heard from her. I know she's fine, but I, I'm waiting for her to get her back on her feet.
0: Mm. Are you gonna do, like, Skype sessions or something? hmm I've been no. actually feeling really guilty because I haven't gone to my therapist since before tour started. And guilty why well because <laughs> i should be in therapy probably right <laughs> but Some toxic guilt she um left me a voicemail she's so mm-hmm. nice and she makes me feel so loved and welcome and i know she wouldn't be mad at me but she left me a voicemail being like maddie like i've been thinking about you so much i hope your tour oh, was man. wonderful and like whenever you're ready give me a call like no pressure take your time but like i i'd love to see you whenever you're ready to get back into it and that was, like, a month ago, and I never called, and now I just keep thinking that she's mad at me, which is unreasonable, nope. She's but definitely not. She just wants your money. No, <laughs> true. No, now that I've verbalized it, I've realized that that's why I've been stalling, but it's... Right. I read this interesting... Emily Jovey posted about this on Twitter, and it was this article about, um... I forget how... The... Nope. I know exactly what you're talking about. You do? It's the BuzzFeed article
1: that just came yes. out about the burnout generation. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, which some of it was I didn't love, but I identified with the concept of, like, there are certain chores that just cause you an unreasonable amount of anxiety, and it's mm-hmm. like you could be someone who, like, could plan a, like, massive event or, you know, pull off something crazy, work really hard. It's not like you're not working hard. But then certain tasks, like, mailing in, like, yeah, replying to an email, or, like, bringing something to the post office. Like, for me, for for some reason, it's the post office, like, I just, for weeks and weeks, I'll have on my to-do list, like, oh, my God, I need to bring this package over to the post office. But it's, like, two minutes away from my house is not a big deal. Like, I could go in the middle of the day when there's no, like, it's really not a big deal, but I just have this unreasonable association of like that is so stressful oh my god I have to do that <laughs> that's so thing. and I and I really I love the post office I have that with I think you are the only person in America who loves the post office <laughs> but I have that association with certain like I get really stressed if I if someone texted me and I forgot to text them back then I feel, yeah, I then, I'm like, then I'm like, oh my god, I haven't texted them back yet. They're probably right. mad at me. And then I just right. avoid it because I'm like, wow, that person's definitely mad at me. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just so dumb because the only way to solve that problem would be to reply and be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry I missed this. Whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there are just certain things that, that, like, weigh on me and it's disproportionate to, like some of the tasks that I'm totally willing to jump into you know right like I'll sit right. down and edit vocals for three hours and or whatever like clean my house do take the dog for a walk there are certain things that I'll just mm-hmm. do and then other th- I think it's like if it's not as urgent like if it doesn't need to get done then it just goes into this limbo where I'm like right. hey. and so that's sort of how I feel about therapy but I need to just uh, I need to go I know it's been on my to-do list for so long to call her back and set up a time But it's just stressing me out. Think
1: about how amazing therapy feels when when you're in there and you're just like, this is the best feeling in the world. Well, I wonder if
0: maybe a part of me also just isn't ready to dig back in to my. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. Well, that could be a a huge part of it. Yeah, that's probably it, too.
0: Now that I'm speaking it aloud, it's helping me acknowledge my emotions, which is just another Mm -hmm. point for going back to therapy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, we have it all figured out for sure
0: that was a very Um, transparent uh self-discovery right there well it happens all the time live on air (laughs) live on Um, air you saw it here first folks you saw it here
1: first um anyway let's see what's new with me (laughs) i you laughed because i whatever what i just said i didn't mean to say that like that (laughs) what's new with you (laughs) so what's
0: new with me what's new uh, with you <laughs> <laughs> what's new with you oh um well I've, I've pretty much just i'm just staring at this calendar the way that i'm pos- okay. the way that i'm positioned right now it's making me very aware that tomorrow the next day the next day and the next day i have mixes i have songs cool. that are due so whew. oh my gosh also Damn. oh yeah go my- on my I just have to air this grievance. Great. My computer is a year and a half old, and mm-hmm. there's something wrong with it. And I've every time I take it to the Apple store, they just keep being like, oh, well, it's not doing it right now, so we can't really help it. But my internet disconnects, like, four or five times a day, and the only way to reconnect it is to hold my computer up in the air like Simba and, like, tilt it until really? it reconnects. And it does it, it's, it's not my router, it does it anywhere I go, no matter where I bring my computer. I brought it to Montana, I brought it to my parents' house. It still does it everywhere I go. I've restored it to factory settings, I've had three different Genius Bar people try different software things, and I'm like, no, I really think it might be a hardware problem because why would it be that it only reconnects whenever I tilt right. it, and they like refuse to take it in, and they're like, no, this should fix it, this should fix it, this should fix ah. it. So... It's something that, like, makes me so fucking mad. Like, I yeah. don't, it makes me more angry than, no, I'm not going to say it. I was going to be hyperbolic, but. We don't do that on the show. <laughs> I was going to say it makes me angrier than genocide, but that's just an unacceptable joke. Oh, that is unacceptable.
1: <laughs> You're on a roll tonight. Whew, um, I know. I just, I'm wondering, what do you think would happen if you went in and you were like, This is unacceptable, I bought this computer, if it doesn't work, you've sold me a faulty pro- like, what would happen? Like, have you tried that? I don't know, I guess I should just do that next time.
0: I should just be like, take this computer.
1: Hold on, easier said than done, so some people are terrified by that prospect, myself included.
0: Yeah. Well that's what my Some mom people. that's what my mom told me before I went to the Genius Bar last week. She was like, right. Don't take no for an answer. Like make them right. fix it or take exactly. it. And I was like, okay. And then the guy was just Thank you. so obnoxious. He was like, he was like doing working on my computer, and then he just looks at me and he's like, Do you ever wear brand new socks to work? And you're just waiting for someone to compliment you on your new socks? And just stares Ew. at me. And I was like, oh, well, uh, what I was like, uh,
1: Okay, yeah. you know what you should do? You should, you should, I'll call my sister. She'll go with you. Oh um, my god, Catherine would fucking destroy them. Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> like a month ago, I overheard her on the phone. And she's, she's on the phone with the United Customer Service Representative. And I think what happened was like, maybe she like slept through a flight or something. Or something. And she was just like basically the gist of the conversation was I want to see in the fine print where it says I can't do this <laughs> like like can you point me in the direction I just think it's silly that if it's in the rules like you can't point me in the direction <laughs> no please like can I talk to someone else please because I'd love to know where I can find out this
0: information I'm glad and, like, she's putting her law degree to use
1: <laughs> and and I was just like cowering away from her and trying to shrink into the corner of the room because it was just making me so uncomfortable and like I could never, ever have that conversation. Ever. <laughs> um and then in the end she's like, Great, I got a hundred fifty dollar rebate. Oh my
0: <laughs> <She's> God. Like... <laughs> okay, well, I here's the deal. I'm not gonna reach out to Catherine. I'm not going right. to um put that on her. But if you're out there, Catherine, and no, she's not and listening. this sounds like an exciting challenge. Okay. <laughs>
1: Wait, but for real, though it does to her, I know.
0: Yeah. Well, if if she wants to help me um eviscerate a Apple store employee. Yep. I would appreciate that.
1: No, she would literally take no more pleasure than that opportunity.
0: We to took those
1: um last year, year and a half ago, that sixteen personalities quiz was really big. We talked about that. You were a.
0: am it I I'm Obama Oprah Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> you, okay, well actually it turns are, out you are my therapist. Be-
1: <laughs> My magic therapist helped me realize that I'm actually an INFP and not an ENFP. Um, and the people are much more in line mm. with who I think of myself as. Who are the people? Um, um, you know, Gandhi. Oh, right, right, right. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, God? I, God, Jesus. Um, no, they're very similar to the the enfp but they're more of like poets and writers Mm -hmm. which is maybe like more aspirational but william shakespeare Mm -hmm. for instance Mm -hmm. um lisa kudrow frodo baggins yeah so i'm feeling pretty good now
0: i don't know i really see a lot of phil dunphy in you no 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 no
1: (laughs) i okay the biggest one that really got me was sybil sybil branson from downton abbey because she was the sibling that I most identified with for sure I've never seen Downton Um, Abbey you know what it's not for you really I don't know maybe oh okay um but it takes yeah anyway so I'm feeling better about that anyway she got her results because I was like your sister yeah and I was like I'm dying to know because I know it's something that's just like antithetical and she's at the debater which mm-hmm. is entp and like i always said that that all of my friends are have f's in theirs mm-hmm. um and like it would be hard for me to be friends with someone who was not an F, and mm-hmm. like here she is she's entp and i think like we've been i've been forced the to recognize f, some of her the
0: f versus the t is feeling feeling first thinking.
1: thinking yeah um thank you and so i feel like i have like come to appreciate all these things about her mm-hmm. um but like she would intimidate the hell out of me as a person just walking on the street yeah Um, oh yeah your sister is hands
0: down the most intimidating person i've ever encountered
1: this this is these are two very like antagonistic personalities (laughs) it's like
0: it's like the debater loves to debate shex was like criminal mastermind oh it's amazing (laughs) yeah um that is not one of, I'm sorry, that is not one of these personalities. <laughs> well, it was like, we went to some website that was like all about INTPs or something. Babe, what are you again? INFP? INTJ. Oh, INTJ. Whoa. There, there was a website that was like, virgins, criminal, what was it? I don't remember. Ugh, she doesn't remember. Never mind. Oh my
1: god, there's only 0.8% of the population is an INTJ. Yeah, there are the freaks damn that is so weird okay anyway let's move on from this because we could get sucked into a hole and it's also fake science but
0: um <laughs> anyway katherine Ro- anyway, my out. friend rosie calls it horoscopes for people with fine arts degrees
1: yeah exactly for real um and i only brought, brought it up because her personality like the name of hers is the debater and she like truly just loves loves it loves to debate loves it
0: well good thing she's in law school
1: yeah yeah so but i'm just trying to figure out how we can get her to the apple store for you okay
0: well and i want to make a boy cry <laughs> yeah i would love that but
1: when genius we bar school, tears here they come when we were in high school we had an enemy in your class and he was just like so unfortunate <laughs> and i don't even know why he was being mean to you all and like he wasn't being mean to me but i was very protective over my friends so i was like this guy's not calling my birthday party. Um, in the end, I had to invite him. My mom made me. And my sister was the chaperone. She was a little bit drunk. And she was like, she went up to him and was just like, You're being mean to my sister, and I will cut you in your s-. Like, She was just like, <laughs> And he's just, and obviously he's terrified of her and he's just like, I- I'm so sorry. And she goes, you better cut your shit. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was
0: crazy. That's awesome. Anyway, that's yeah, like, sometimes it's nice to have a person like that around. That's what an older sibling, that's the role that they should play. Right. Like, I I took so much comfort growing up in the fact that even if he never did it, like if I was, if I was feeling bad about myself or like someone was talking about me or, you know, like just different things that happen when you're young and they make you sad just telling them to my family and my brother being like, oh, I'm going to kick their ass, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course he didn't go kick a second-grader's ass or even talk to them. Sure. But I felt so supported and loved by that. Like, that was my favorite right. part about having older siblings.
1: Sure. I mean, I did most of the bullying when I was growing <laughs> up, and my sister <laughs> bullied me, so I, it, I did not have that reaction. But
0: recently, she's just like... She bullied gonna, you, uh, and then you became a bully. I beca- it, was, it was on a the sad, blacktop. Sorry. Wow. Um damn and that that's that's the (laughs) evil in the world in a nutshell i know
1: (laughs) but then i got a lot nicer and now she's like if i was like this person did this to me she'd be like oh fuck like she yeah yeah, she's all she's on board that's cool i like that yeah
0: i feel like Catherine. you should tell her to listen to this episode because it's very her-centric
1: yeah yeah i will not do that (laughs) okay (laughs)
0: yeah um what are you cooking tonight
1: i am probably not it's 8 30 um oh. today i went to my storytelling class so i i took Ooh. storytelling last year which is where that video came from and then i signed up for like the next version of it which is, like the advanced class and i'm just so so excited to be back in class that's awesome um, you're such not a class nerd. in general shut up i not i i knew you were gonna say that i love school but this thing is i don't think i like all classes as much as this one and it's just like I so the start of the last class I was like we did we do these exercises where it's like jog your memory about xyz and write down as long as you can for 10 minutes and then the first very first class last fall I got up and read nervously for my paper and I was just shaking and -hmm. then I realized that like I'm so much better when I look people in the eye and and I so like here's class one day one and I'm like Okay, I'm going to write stuff down, but I'm not going to read from my paper anymore. I'm going to just try and tell the story. And so I was... I, t- I got to tell these two stories, and I, it was just really fun. That's so, so cool. So I had a great time. Yeah.
0: I like that, being able to see the tangible improvement.
1: For sure. Oh no, it was very clear. You've been um, working
0: so hard. It's really
1: hard. Are you being sarcastic? No! Stop with oh. the shame! Sorry. Sorry. I just... I'm Stop trying to with deal the with... Stop with the shame, like, you idiot! Yes! Yeah, st- dummy! Dummy! <laughs> <laughs> um i have also this is like the third episode in a row i've asked that when you've complimented me so i need to stop hmm. <laughs> but i so i told two stories one the, the first prompt was talk about a pet well yeah talk about a pet and so i talked about a dog my dog growing up um who was like inbred and had an underbite <laughs> um and my mom who you know is very fancy she <laughs> changes her furniture for two years and she gets new furniture and she's like this fucking dog is not potty trained um is that genetics is that my house not being good pet owners who knows um and then the story about how when i came back from college sid was just missing and i was like mom what happened to sid and she was like well and then she it turns out she'd given sid away to someone (laughs) sid then bite this new owner
0: oh my um, god
1: and then the woman tried to email my mom and get her to take Sid back. And my mom was like, we've moved out of the country. And then...
0: Wait, was it a person? Then, she knew who she gave it to?
1: No, oh. no. It was, like, someone on, on next door Belvedere or something like that. And then, mm. and then a few weeks later, she saw an a old woman in town pushing a bassinet. And, like, Sid was inside. It was just, like... My mom was like, I gotta go! Um, that was story number one. And then story number two was... <laughs> the prompt was about transportation and so so this is like now i'm grappling with something because the story about cars and my mom is like all right i'm going to have to start revealing besides the, i've they, my story my classmates don't know about my concierge doctor so like in order to get into the stories about my mom and cars like i have to reveal a lot of privilege mm-hmm. um, which is like for me as you know like i get very nervous about that yeah um and so like but it's important my mom gets a new car every two years cuz she thinks that's normal and <laughs> i mean to be fair i think people like lease them and then do that and get a new car for two years but still for me it seems really weird um and then most recently when they bought the house in idaho like she they drove up and moved in and then she flew home and was like oh i drove the car to sun valley (laughs) 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 and like had to go buy a new car um that's so funny (laughs) That's fucking insane is what it is. So anyway, this is, and I was like, I shouldn't say that. And then I was like, I have to, like, this is just like so a part of Dawn. Um, but I obviously, I was like, this is crazy. So then I start the actual story, which is that like, eventually she gets this escalade and it's, it's, it's not just an escalade. It's like the extra long escalade. And so she's just like, you know, she's tiny. She's perky. (laughs) She's so tiny. She's like, hi ho, hey ho, you know, just like rolling up and um, she is this tiny woman driving this gigantic car, um, and I'm just, like, she's this white person in Belvedere driving an Escalade, which is nuts. An Escalade Um, used to
0: be my dream car. I used to beg my parents for one.
1: And I feel like I was, like, oh, it's not, I didn't realize how crazy it was to, like, have a German car, whatever, but, like, the Escalade, I was, like, this is absurd, (laughs) um, and she, like, drove through that tiny Branson parking lot, um, and so the story, like, also starting out I um, talk about how like I get really nervous when I'm in new groups of people and I'm trying to make friends and people like are really put off by my humor when they first meet me Um, except you you like me right away but um, (laughs) that's probably not true who knows but uh, how I had my freshman t-shirt had crabs all over it that's my my first memory of you yeah is it really yeah I don't remember you from that but but someone in my class was like why do you have crabs all over your shirt and I was like it was a nasty case a couple years ago and and like if, if you knew anything about my current or, or you made past that sexual joke history, as a
0: freshman that's awesome yeah
1: but like you'd be like ah ha ha because you're asexual and like no one's touched you in years but like like n- no it did not land very well um basically like I was such a loser I ate lunch in the bathroom once and then basketball season rolls around and everyone realizes that Don is just this like (laughs) treasure and they're like I'm in Don's car and so like then I'm starting to lord over people and I'm like I don't know you haven't been very nice this like I'm just like who's getting the bucket seat Ooh, it just like becomes this this (laughs) thing that made me feel like a, a royal person um that was kind of the gist of my story was that
0: Wait, what was the pet, the second pet story?
1: No, no, that was the, that, I got one pet story.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah,
1: and then the second it. story is about transportation.
0: Oh, got it.
1: Yeah, but it was just so fun, and I, like, as soon as the prompt popped up, I was like, oh my god, I, I can write forever about this, and it was just like, That's awesome. I love this class, because it just makes me churn out stories, um, and I, I just really enjoy
0: getting up there and connecting with people,
1: so I'm, I'm super excited to, to, to get back to that.
0: I have a pet story. I think yeah. you know it. So Maybe. so we grew up, um, well my very first house when I was really little, I was like, I moved out of there when I was four. We had, right. a, nec- we had a next door neighbor and he was this old guy and he had a little poodle and a little bijon and he loved his dogs, and um, Lucky, the little Bichon, lived next door, and he loved me and my siblings, and, like, my parents would open the door to get the mail, and Lucky would be just, like, sitting at the front door, and he would just dart into our house and, like, jump into bed with us, and we loved him, and so the neighbor got really old, and he had to go into an old person home, and so we adopted Lucky, and we moved out like out into the country like i've talked about the house i grew up in it was like next to a horse stable there's like no sidewalks it's just like out in the country and um we got a german shepherd so we had a little we had a german shepherd and then this little Bijan who was used to being a fed chocolate chip cookies like fresh baked chocolate chip cookies and like he was groomed all the time and my mom was just like I don't know what the fuck to do with a dog like she was just not an animal person and like Marley the German shepherd like took care of herself and then Lucky <laughs> was just like always getting into shit and he mm-hmm. was always like digging a hole under the fence and then like running into the neighbor's yard and like slaughtering all of the chickens and then they they would come over and be like your dog and they like look at Marley and then we'd be like, no, it was him. And Lucky would just be, like, this fluffy dog tied to a tree with, like, this big, like, a little white dog with, like, big sad eyes. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, and and one time Lucky bit a neighbor, and oh, then no. an, animal control came over, and then when they saw him, they were like, oh, he's fine, because he looked so innocent. Right. And And then this is, it's, I think it's hilarious, but I think... I feel like people feel really bad for me when I tell this story, and they're like, right. "Oh, that's terrible." But yeah. it's like very gory, but also just like crazy and funny and weird. But in seventh grade, it was my sister's birthday, and we were having a family dinner, and it was just it was my core family and plus my aunt Eileen, and the dogs are outside, and we hear like some barking, and we're like, "Oh, should we check on the dogs?" And my brother goes and looks, and he's like, "Yeah, they're out there, they're fine." So we eat our dinner, and then we open the door after dinner, and we let the dogs inside. And Lucky just has his eye hanging out by the optical nerve. (laughs) His eye popped out and was just hanging there. And we were like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. And everyone just panicked. And we are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And... (laughs) And so then they, my parents like bring him to the animal hospital and then I go to school the next day and my brother picks me up from school, which is weird because he like normally has sports or something after school, right. but he picks me up and he's like, do you want to go get ice cream? And I was like, yeah, sure. That's nice. And You'll then, never trust and then, that. and then we're eating cold zones and TJ's like, so Mads, I got to tell you something. Uh, lucky didn't make it through the surgery last night. And I was like, really? Like it was just his eye like are you kidding me that's so terrible and so we're all sad and then like a year later me and my sister are with my mom at Costco and we run into a friend and my mom's chatting her up and the lady's like oh we just we just had to put my dog down it was so sad and my mom's like oh yeah like we had to put our dog down last year and me and my sister were like what and my mom was like oh shit oh fuck ah. <laughs> like you put lucky down? She was like he was old and like he what were we gonna do have a one-eyed dog? And we're like oh, yeah <laughs> So my parents oh, put, wow well this is this probably reflects very poorly, poorly
1: upon the <laughs> whole family. Well, on all of us, I mean my mom just like gave my dog away. yeah, and my mom just uh gave him away to heaven. <laughs> look what's what's god's is borrowed okay
0: whoa
1: is that a saying i've never heard it before <laughs> me neither i thought i thought maybe it made sense religiously you can't just
0: you can't just assume something's a saying
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't just assume something's in the bible what are you talking about <laughs> uh, yeah i i have a friend who is just she, my, my best friend but she and she's so kind just like good-natured and loves dogs and she's just like horrified. She's like, "What happened to Sid?" And I'm just like, "I can't, I can't tell you the dark truth of."
0: Well, that's what people. I feel like that's how we get judged about Lucky too. But he was really, he was really <laughs> Stop <old>. judging us. <laughs> he was really old. And also, anyone who knows me knows I'm a massive dog lover, an animal lover. Yeah, um, can't but, say the same. But I think that he. I think it was just too expensive to like. Remo- mm-hmm. like it, it probably fell out because of some cancer related thing or something so <laughs> like i think that it was just going to be way too exp- expensive to keep him going um, Do we need to do a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode that, like
1: poor treatment of animals
0: <laughs> Oh man i my neighbors who i grew up near were, like, actual animal abusers. It was really fucked up. Oh, and that's it re- really sad. It, it really scarred me, and I talked about it in therapy, and my therapist was like, oh my god. Well, damn. Well, the bully the bullied
1: becomes the bully, I guess.
0: Yeah. Or they become a <laughs> wonderful lesbian dog mom who... Yeah, you treats, love your dog. Oh my gosh, I fucking love my dog, and I treat him so well.
1: I want to say that I think that if I had my own dog, I would love the dog a lot. I just, like... I'm not just going to love a dog just because it's there.
0: You were very unnatural in Zeus's presence. You were like, oh, Yeah, that's Zeus. true.
1: Eh. That's true, but, like, Caitlin's dogs I've always been very close to.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I I don't know. This is like you telling me that you like someone else's children better than my children.
1: I think that is what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, <laughs> why should I like your children just because I like you?
0: I gave birth to him.
1: No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, on that birth canal analogy, <laughs> we better call it a night. Yeah, I think we should.
0: I really think it's just gone from bad to worse. If anyone
1: to. is willing to continue listening to our episodes, uh, we would love it to to hear you next week. But, yeah, we'll. You know,
0: we'll steer steer clear from the gory stories. And we understand if if just
1: like a couple of pieces of information in this episode were enough to. Um, to
0: turn you off forever from our <laughs> from our little info here. Oh, man. No, they'll be back. You'll be back. I know You'll you be will. You'll be back. You'll be back. Um, okay. Well, well th- thanks for we're listening. The, we're the best platonic
1: lesbians you've ever had. I know. We really are. Yeah. All
0: right. Kay. Love you, Ben.
1: Oh, I love you, too. I forget how we sign off these things. Usually I feel awkward, right?
0: Um, we say something and then it goes, do, 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 do. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, do you think that maybe at the end of this episode we could we could do like a 10 seconds of your song or no?
0: Not yet. Cool. Sorry we, everyone. I'm gonna, <laughs>
1: This is so awkward.
0: <laughs> this is the type of thing we should discuss off air. Mhm. Mhm. Cue theme. Cue the theme. Mm-hmm.